Hello and welcome to Reset Your Thinking podcast. My name is Alex Segan and I'm really excited to be here on this podcast series with you as together we explore why you do what you do and what it is that makes you tick. You know, we spend our whole lives creating our reality and there's so much more that we can learn about ourselves and others. So grab yourself a cuppa and if you're in your car, turn up the sound and let's take a deep dive into how you can reset your thinking so that you can become the best version of yourself you can possibly be by extracting your true potential, bringing you strength, motivation and fulfillment. Okay, let's get started. Hello everybody and a happy 1st of December to you. Hasn't this year flown? And as 2020 comes to an end, we can all agree that it's been quite the year. With even the most experienced leaders having their confidence rattled with the ongoing challenges and disruptions of COVID-19. And during all the changes, during all the challenges and the unknowns, Leaders, while responding to urgent needs at a time when their people are experiencing major stresses, major disruptions, both in their personal and in their professional lives, leaders are now starting to focus on and looking at new strategies, new ways for 2021, you know, that will be flexible enough to adapt to any changing conditions, any changing situations. With all that's unfolded this year, two leaders are now starting to, to understand the importance of learning the right skills to be able to create a safer space for their people, both physically and mentally, so that their people feel supported, safe, and it's, they feel that someone has their back. Now, just the other day, I caught up with one of my managers from back when I used to work at Centrelink. It's been years since we connected and he was my manager and someone I looked up to. He was my mentor, which is why and what prompted me to do this podcast here today. Now, this particular manager was responsible for hundreds of staff and quite a few offices across the Gippsland area here in Victoria. And for those of you who know Gippsland um, or who may be listening in on this uh, podcast and are from Gippsland, East Gippsland in particular has, you know, over the years experienced many emergency events and natural disasters across the region, affecting thousands of people, their families, their jobs, their livelihoods. What this particular manager did really well, particularly in challenging times, was that he built solid relationships with people. He connected with people. He took the time to get to know every single person in his region in terms of his staff. Um, he made it his mission to understand them, to understand what they needed so that they had all the resources and all the support they needed to be able to then help the community, to be able to help their people and the community. He got to know what his people cared about. He took the time. He got to know what was important to them, what they liked. He even got to know the name of their pets, uh, when their birthday, you know, their birth dates, um, their footy teams, regardless of what was going on. What this particular manager did is that he made the time to be there supporting his people so that his people could then support uh, their clients and in return the community at large. You know, we model leaders, we model our leaders, and it really matters to be the leader who you want your people to model. It really matters. So why am I sharing this with you? Well, here's the thing. To be a great leader means to put in the hard yards. 
It means to be there all the time. Leadership is an all-time affair. It's not a sometimes affair. And, you know, there are too many leaders out there who take their titles and their authority for granted. In fact, some even believe that they're owed respect just because of where they are on the hierarchical chart. Well, it doesn't work like that. Leaders must reset their state of mind and take responsibility with their actions and be accountable for the effect their influence has on their people and the organisation as a whole, not to mention the community at large. So just coming back to that manager for a moment, now every time he visited a site, every time he came to um, to any site before he went into a meeting or even met with a manager of the particular site, the first thing he did as a, as a uh, um original manager was he went around and said hello to each and every one of his staff each and every one of the people that were there he went and said hello to them he took the time out to ask how they've been since he last spoke with them what's been happening in their world he asked he had some you know bantering conversations around football uh, teams and who was winning and who was losing and he made it personal he really connected with his team he really connected with the people he connected and he started his day with visionary he made people feel like they actually mattered and that he truly cared about them Imagine if someone, a regional manager, approached you by first name and asked about your child, asked about your pet, asked about um, your day, asked about how you enjoyed your birthday, asked about something that perhaps you spoke about weeks before. How would that make you feel? It's mind-blowing, isn't it? It would just make you feel like, wow, I matter to this person. I'm I'm just not another bum on seat. I really matter to this person. And here's the thing, you know, as human beings, when we know that we matter, when we know that we're not just another bum on seat, we put in the effort. We too put in the hard yards. We too want to do the best we can to perform for ourselves, for our team, for our manager, for the organisation and for the community at large because we're taken care of. That's what really matters. So take the time, you know, connect with your team daily. Take the time to get to know your people. What do they need to be able to feel safe? What do they need to be able to feel supported, connected, and like they really matter? Perhaps start a 30-minute morning huddle. Start it tomorrow. And I know that some people and some businesses at the moment and some organisations have split teams. That should not be a problem. Bring them together through Zoom. Technology these days is amazing. So there is no excuse to bring your team together. It doesn't matter if you have split teams. So start a 30-minute huddle every morning. Make that time. It really matters. I'm living testimony of this. I, I, this particular manager that I've, you know, that I've connected with, he did this for very many years, and it worked incredibly well. He was amazing. He loves people, and this is what he did. Take the time, make the time. Start a thirty-minute huddle tomorrow. Come together with your people. Talk about how are your people feeling right now. Really care. How do they? How do they feel? What's going on for them right now? You know, what are their beliefs about all that's going on or about perhaps the stuff that's been implemented at the moment, um, or, you know, the workload? What are their beliefs? What are their values? What are their attitudes? What are, what are their expectations? What are, what are your expectations? What are their goals? It's perfect time to increase your capability bank as a leader right now. Listen with the intention to hear and assist. Listen with an open mind. Use collaborative techniques. You know, go around the room, ask people who, you know, what needs to be improved right now. What are the gaps? 
People see gaps. People on the floor see the gaps more than anybody else. Ask them, what are they seeing? What would they like to be done differently? What can we do differently as a team, as an organisation? Ask them, what resources do, the, do your people need right now to feel connected, to feel supported, so that they can do their work better, effectively, efficiently, and get the results needed? But I want you now to have a little think about the leaders that you've known and reported to over the years. Were they in your eyes great? Were they effective? Or were they adequate, disconnecting, uncaring, undervaluing? How did they make you feel? Did they make you feel empowered? Did they make you feel excited to be there? Did they make you feel like you were capable? Or did they make you feel inadequate, like you didn't matter, doubtful, worried, undervalued? like you were just another number. Now what I want you to do is I want you to take the time, just a minute right now, to think about your team. How do you make your team feel? How do you make your feel team your how do you make your team feel? How do they feel about you as their leader? And then consider this, what will you do as a leader today that you haven't done in the past to create a space where your people feel connected, supported, and that they matter?